you roll me whatever you want But I can shine in armor Or the magic spell caster Roll the die Hoping for a 20 might get the one The clash of grits can turn the tide Of the battle The dungeon master has saved the tale for us Let's dance this journey Welcome to Clash Crits. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Psycho, and today we're with three brothers. Say hello, brothers. Hello. Hi. Hi. Today we have Chappie. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Chappie. I got a couple little fun facts about my boy Knox. Knox dresses cleaner than a brand new Easter dress in heaven. Ooh, I like that. You like you, that? I like that. You... Knox also wears pants so tight, if he farts, his boots will blow off. Ooh. Another fun fact about Knox. He dresses so clean that he thinks the sun comes up just to hear him crow in the morning. I have a question about the pants. Uh -huh. Okay. Does he have the pants? The pants is his custom made to where it covers the tail? Covers your tail? Oh, uh, no. Or there's a hole for there's the tail. There's a hole for the tail. Is that like tight? Like, oh, like the I, hole's like tight as yeah. well? So like that shit's holding on for dear life. Okay. Yeah, every time that tail moves, it squeaks. That's how tight his <laughs> pants are. He got some new boys' pants with a scrunchy butthole for his tail. Uh -huh. Okay, um, things I didn't know I didn't want to hear today or didn't need to hear today. Scrunchy yeah. butthole it's a, it's has a, made that list. It's a vent. So, as you explain this, you give me, like, tight clothes. Uh, the one old doctor from fucking Jurassic Park vibes. Kinda. Later. I don't know why, but I kind of thought of like Blade, like you know, like the old school little Blade when he was, when he was wearing like that blood, that leather and shit. Yeah. When he was wearing the same outfit as Celine from Underworld. Yes. <laughs> um, interesting that he is so clean because he's a barbarian. I know. He, yeah, he he has the barbarian tendencies. Yeah. So that shit does go out the window. <laughs> he's like he's usually clean, but when he fight that motherfucker, dirty. Yeah, he get dirty. Them bitches get ripped, torn. Okay. Um. So next we have is Osokuma. What's up? What's up? I have a fact about Yembo. Uh, <laughs> Yembo has not been to Knox's house to sleep over since they were probably like around 10 years old. And the reason being is because he used to always hate going over there because Knox would be like, he'd be like, Yembo Rice, come spend the night, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to have snacks, this, we're going to have a, a, you know, a whole party. And then they would always show up and they would never actually be invited. And uh, Knox's mom would always just like throw a whole big fit and try to like, like yell at us and everything, get all upset. And we always felt like we were not wanted. But it's because she didn't know we were coming over. It, it was one of those things of like, <laughs> if we show up, she can't say no. So I get why he did it, but... 
But it was it was it awkward. It was yes. awkward. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, we ain't her sons. So like, <laughs> so so when I was when you were first explaining this, I'm like. <laughs> Knox has his own place at 10 years old? No, no, no. <laughs> because, like, you guys were generally act raised by your father. Yeah. So I didn't think about the whole, like, baby mama part. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. like, even now that they're adults, like, Yebo would not stay at Knox's house because in the back of his head, he always feels like there's going to be something to make him feel unwanted. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Drop a Crit. What's good, everybody? Dragon Consortium Files 0928. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. We're Tempest Brothers. We're sad and we're looking for our father's murder. Bun up bum bum. Give me a sad hi. Hi. <laughs> I lost it with the butter ba ba. Tempest Brothers. <laughs> Tempest Brothers. We're, we're sad and we're looking for a father's murder. Ba ba ba. Give me a high five. Yes. Mm. Hell if yeah. You, if you don't know, it's from um Power. <laughs> it's based off the Wayne's Brothers intro. <laughs> People who don't know are gonna look it up and be like, he's fucked. <laughs> <sighs> yes, Ooh. well, that was the brother's tempest. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, fuck you, DM. Freaking going, oh lord. <laughs> um I, I love how those intros really played into the theme of everything already, because like Yembo's like the insecure little brother. <laughs> You're like more caring, like Rice is more caring about the family and stuff like that. And Knox is just in his own little world. <laughs> um, that being said, are you guys ready for a little bit of a recap? Yeah, put put the cap back. Well, damn, I don't. I feel wrong saying dad. Uh, Papa, General. <laughs> Can you recap me the files? Recap the files. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. General. Yeah, because uh, in in the Dragon Coast we use containers for for our papers. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Tupperware. Not, the Tupperware the files. The Tupperware yes. files. Yeah. <laughs> we had to switch out the stair lights last year because of quality control. <laughs> yeah. Fucking can't. <laughs> oh man. Uh... Recap the files, General. <laughs> Last <Brothers>. session. <laughs> Their brothers, Tempest, officially started their investigation in Dragon's Pike. They were met by their team, led by Lieutenant Mightholt. They got settled in and decided to investigate the scene of the crime where their father was murdered. While investigating the scene, Knox found something far off north. Turned out to be a large arbalist that was surmised to be one of the tools of their father's demise. They investigated the village named Forte close by and immediately saw resistance. The locals weren't too keen on the consortium due to their lack of support. Their investigation finally led them to a farming family, and during the questioning, everything seemed to line up until Yembo noticed a subtle look and a head nod between Darlene, the mother, and her oldest daughter. And now, we're all caught up. So, as they all, you know, tell us that they didn't see anything, Yembo goes to, like, you know, stretch 
with one arm in the air. And then as he places his hand back down on the table, he reaches across the table and places his hand right on top of the girl's hand. Okay. So as he places it on on her hand, you see, I wanted to believe you, but you have to be a little bit smarter about lying. And then you hear Darlene go like, what are you talking about? They just told you that they didn't see anything. The girl looked at you to confirm whether or not she should say something and you nodded before she said no. I don't know what you're talking about, okay? Can I stand up? Sure. After um, Yimbu says that, I want to stand up and start pacing around and like look like I'm actively checking for all the exits to make sure like people's not about to run away. Oh, oh, you see, this is exactly what we was talking about. This is why your kind shows up here, acts all high and mighty, demanding things from other people. I tried to be nice. And now you're scaring my children. What you mean? You tried to be nice. We came here. We tried to have a civil conversation with you. And, and you, you want to hold information. You broke my ceiling. And we, willing to, we were willing to pay for it, but you refused. You're not going to tell me that that was being civil. Shut up. Roll intimidation. 21. <laughs> you see her stop and... She's giving you, like, she's obviously giving you a stare, but Mm -hmm. she's quiet at the moment. Our father died. We are not going to leave this house until we are given the information that you know. Start speaking, girl. Who are you talking to? The little girl. Or the, the teenage girl. As you see, she's staring at you. She just shakes, uh, she just, uh, shakes her head. I didn't see anything. Somebody here knows something. Knox, the father. Well, I'm going to be honest with y'all. If you know something, as I like reach over and just yoke the father up really quick while I'm like in mid like sentence. Um, if you're going to yoke the father, you would at least need to roll me an athletic check, like a grapple check. 24. Okay. I would advise that you would get to talking if my brothers had seen something it it would be in your best interest to say it so you grab him as like all the like the children start screaming as you see uh darlene like trying to like you know grab her husband back as like you you ripped him off and all all the little ones are screaming the the teenager is still completely silent as Darlene's be like, this is just ridiculous. Now, you just are just using your power. You're trying to scare us. We didn't do anything. You're just terrifying a, a poor family s- just for kicks. We're not terrifying your family for kicks. Our father was murdered. One of these kids lost their father. Stop playing with us. Stop. And I look at the girl. Stop playing with our time and just tell us the truth. If you know something, say it. Or this is going to get really really uncomfortable for you guys really fast and i want to start like gargling up a lightning metallic like dragon breath mm-hmm. T, uh the teenage girl looks around and everything and then she still just shakes her head now girly you love your daddy right she nods you love your mama she nods you love your brothers and you love your sisters and you love your house we loved our father too and somebody took him away from us. 
I would really hate to have to have you go through the same pain that we went through. Now, I'm going to ask one more time. Because I'm the calm brother right now. If you know anything, you need to tell us. Um, I would allow this to be a persuasion. <laughs> you see her with, I don't know anything. Wonderful. So the father will be executed and your daughter is going to come with us because she has information to an active investigation. You can't just take her away. She's we can you- do whatever we want. Haven't you been saying that this entire time? Isn't that something that you understand? You could save your entire family right now by opening your mouth and telling us what you know. So then Darling goes to her daughter as like her daughter's like tearing up. She's like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. You didn't do nothing. It'll be all right. Just go with them. I'll come get you later. Once this is cleared up. As the daughter like nods her head. And then all the other kids start screaming about their father and they're just like, children, it's okay. Don't be sad. I taught you what I know. How many shackles do we have? The post is only minutes away. They could all be prisoners. So then like Darling gets up. You're going to arrest all of us. You're holding information. You don't. I'm not holding anything. Then what was with the look? Uh, you, what? It, it's not my fault that you are delusional That you thought you saw a look I get that your father died But we didn't do anything But you know something No your I don't daughter knows something. No she doesn't You all just on a power rampage Like usual So you know what go ahead kill another family It's not going to change the fact that your dad's dead So Yumbo gets up Grabs a teenage girl And puts her, puts her over his shoulder and starts to walk out the door. Like when you approach her, she's just completely still. As you pick her up, she doesn't even fight. She doesn't resist. You can feel her just trembling constantly, trembling as you pick her up and put it over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Would we have to go to the post to communicate with the rest of the guards that are here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yambo looks at his brothers. Stay here. Make sure that nobody leaves. I will be back with guards. Fine. So as I have the girl, I'm going to the post. Okay are Knox and uh, Rice doing anything? Just sitting here with daddy. I want to like sharp, start sharpening my rapier menacing in the corner. Okay. Uh, you hear the husband say like, can my other children please just go to the rooms? I'm sorry, sir. They cannot. Y'all talk about justice, how to do the right thing. That is correct. And this is not the right thing and you know it's not. I do know so, but I also know that y'all is lying to us. We ain't lying. You might not, but your wife is. What's that got to do with my daughter that your brother took away? Because she got the information too. How do you know? You don't know anything. Watch your tone. Now, I'm trying to be as nice as possible. Unlike my brothers, I'm the only shot that you have. So you better watch what you say to me. Understood? Or would you like your son to come sit next to me too? See his head's down. I don't know what kind of what kind of grasp you got on these kids, Darlene. 
But I suggest that whatever it is, you need to let it go. You don't talk about my children. You can do whatever to me, to my husband. You do not talk about my children like that. It sure would be ashamed if you didn't have any more children. Oh, so you're going to threat kids now. I'm sure your daddy would be proud of you. I'm sure he would have already killed you all. It's not threats, darling. It's promises. It's pathetic, this world. Yeah, Bo. Mm -hmm. You would walk across the uh, village to the post. Mm -hmm. You walk You walk through. Mm hmm as you see some of the uh, guards, like they stand up, they stand to attention when you walk as like they're completely surprised. So uh, as I walk towards like the doors where like the guards are there, take 20 of your men and shackles. I tell them the location. You will go there and you will follow my brother's orders. What, what's going on? There was an investigation. And until we get the information we want, that entire family is going to be held. They start like looking to like the left and the right uh, of each other. And they're like, sir, with all due respect, I don't know if just arresting a family is the smart thing to do. Do you have actual evidence? Am I going to have to ask you again? Uh, roll intimidation. 17. You see him? No, no, sir. Get your men and go. Yes. I need a holding cell somewhere where I could speak to this girl. As um, all of them like look at each other and then they just point towards a door. And I go there. Okay. I'd have murked some guards. <laughs> they, they, they'd have tested me. I'd, hey, I'd have dragon breath all them damn guards and been like, yo, it is what it is. We lose soldiers every day. Oh, like <laughs> The dragon killer strikes again. Gas, gas. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Today, today, <laughs> I am going to reiterate a little something. You do know that we have access to the best magical means necessary to extract information if you want us to or not. And I would hate for it to get that way. And then darling, go, you hear Dolly go, then extract your information. What's the point of even doing this? We're, we're, we're not equal to you. We're your slaves. We're your tools. We, you do whatever you want to us. So why don't you just do it like that then? If we must. I don't know why you was being so difficult. I'm not being difficult. I'm telling you what you're, I know. Just because you're in denial. You are withholding information. What information? We do not know. Do you have proof that I'm withholding information? We will find it. Then find it. I'm just saying. You need to listen to the man. Those magical means, they do long-lasting effects on your mind. Thank you. Cool, cool. You see, darling, stays quiet. Okay, brother. Calm down. <sighs> I'm just getting sick and tired of this. As um, you hear the like, door open, as you see like a dozen guards come out. Finally, the cavalry. Guards... Arrest this family. You see that there's a long pause for a second. Arrest this family. As you see, they start putting their heads down and they, they have uh, shackles and they start shackling everybody up. You ever take a family vacation? They literally all just start crying. <laughs> well, you're about to. As I start like walking out the house. <laughs> okay. Just know this is all your mother's fault. 
Okay, so you guys are resting the whole ass family. And we're about to take them to the the magical mind rippers. <laughs> um <laughs> So, Yembo, you go into this dark interrogation room mm-hmm. with this young girl. Mm-hmm. So I go in there. Sit. She sits. I sit across from her. Excuse my temper. But it has been a terrible last couple of days. You can fix all of this. Your entire family will be left alone. And you can go back to them. You need to tell me what you know. You know as well as I do. That you looked at your mother for confirmation to say no. You know something. You can be the reason why your family is free. Or the reason why your family dies. And though I might not want it, my brothers might leave you alive to live with that pain. You need to speak. You can roll one more intimidation or persuasion. 10 for intimidation. She looks at you. You should just kill me. It's my fault. What's your fault? I'm I'm the one who did it. Did what? Got your dad killed. How? I was paid by a man to go to the forest and at a certain time release a trigger. The trigger of what? I don't know. it, It looked big. Describe it. She starts to describe mm-hmm. the arbalist. Perfectly me. describes it. What did the man look like? Um, she describes to you a very generic looking human. Best way to describe it. Any specific clothing, jewelry, something that stands out. She says everything was really fuzzy. She was really focused on getting the money. She goes, kill me. Leave my family alone. Kill me. That isn't the way this works. Why not? You threaten my father. You threaten my family. Just kill me. Isn't that all this is? How much did you get paid? I don't remember. Now that's a lie. No, it's not. I don't know. Everything was fuzzy and you were focused on the pay. Yes. I was you focused- know exactly how much you got paid. I don't. Someone who lives and squabble like you would know exactly how much they got paid. I don't know the exact amount. It was a lot. It helped us grow the our farm. Where did you meet the man? They found me. Where? Here. At your house. At our farm, yeah. Where we live to try to survive because your government doesn't help. And who else seen the man? Nobody. I was... I was sneaking out to go see my friend Tommy. Your friend Tommy? Yes. And then I got cut off by that man. Was Tommy heading to the same location you were? Yes, but I never saw him. Where is Tommy? He's in this... He has no idea about this. He might have seen something. No, he didn't. That's up to us to figure out. Mama was right about y'all. You don't care. You could save Tommy right now. I told you everything I know! What else do you want from me? Flick! 
I tried. I don't remember. So do we know if there's any type of like magic that like we have as the consortium to pull like memories? I mean, there's, I know that there's spells there for it, are. but like, there would be the spells that you would just call in like a wizard specifically to try to, to try to, would there to be anybody it. here? And uh, no, in that post, no, that's something you would have to like put a request in for. And that would like take days for them to get to you to get. But if we take the girl back, uh, there could possibly be somebody in Dragon's Pike. You don't know. Okay. I ain't letting this shit go. Um, <laughs> let you know that right now. Well, you say you don't remember, but it is still in there. I guess. Maybe. You will be coming to Dragon Spike with us so that somebody can extract those memories. Once we have what we want, you will be sent back to your family. Okay. So I get up, walk out the door to talk to like some, some people that are there to get everything ready to escort this girl's wife. As you're well. talking to some people, you see the entire family in shackles coming in with uh, Rice and Knox. Um, what's the last name of the family? So the last name no. of the family is Thompson. <laughs> Put the mother and the children into one room. The T father will be spoken to alone. You hear, darling, where's my daughter? It is none of your concern at the moment. It is my concern. You just arrested all of us for no damn reason. Where's my daughter? At the moment, your daughter is property of the consortium. Property? Yeesh. You heard him. Property of the consortium. Property. That's what you're saying now. Correct. Now get your ass into one of those cells. As um, the guards begrudgingly start put uh, like pushing them towards the uh, the cells. You, you guys would see that like Yembo's like shaking. Yeah, I, I go put my arm around you. Like Yembo's shaking. Like like he's trying to keep it together, uh -huh. but. And I like if one one wrong thing is said, he might just fucking just start killing people. Uh, I like I like walk you <laughs> yeah. off. A I'm gonna like put my arm around you and like drag you off to the side a little bit. Knox, we don't have time for this, brother. This is uh, a little bit unlike you. They want to treat us like we're the enemy. Then we're the enemy until we get what we want. I get that, but you look like you're gonna snap a three-year-old's neck. I just need to speak to the father. I don't think he knows anything. We will go ahead and we will go ahead and... Uh, he might not know anything about what his daughter and wife have done. But he will know where I can find a boy named Tommy. Oh, there's another piece to this puzzle? Correct. Interesting. So you did find some information out. And I relate to my brothers what I found out from okay. the daughter. Oh, so we do have a confession of sorts. Yes. And that is enough to hold the daughter as long as we would like. Yes, the family is being held for right now. I need to speak to the father. When we leave here, the family can be free, but the daughter will come with us to Dragon Spike. I see. And what about the mother? I feel like she is the one who really knows all this. We will see. But Lord, is she being difficult? We could leave the rest of the children with the father. Or we could leave the rest of the children with no parents. Uh, 
pull the father into an inter- interrogation room. Okay. I'm going to go in there, too, just to keep my brother kind of in check. Oh, because I'll fight this motherfucker. I go, I'm going <laughs> He's been the nicest one. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going in there, too, but I just want to hunt I can't fight both of you. <laughs> so you guys start dragging the father in. And now he's like, please, please don't hurt my children. Please. Who is Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Stanson? This is the boy that has relations with your daughter. What? <laughs> hmm. My daughter ain't got no relations with nobody. Well, the confession that I got from her had to do with her meeting Tommy in the middle of the night. You see, you see his like face turn from like fear to like anger. I, I slightly chuckle. <laughs> like that, too, no good. Mm. I don't like that Thomas Stanson. He trouble. Tell me where the fuck he's at. <laughs> I go get him for you. I believe that Tommy might have information about what happened. Your daughter was going to meet him in the middle of the night, and she made a deal with someone. That's the information that she knew. Um, roll me a perception check. You are there, so you can all roll as well. Oh, okay. My bad. Intimidation roll to get on accident. Uh, I got good perception with a 16. 21. Not that good. These perception checks fucking this family up. <laughs> Mine was a 15. You all relatively see the same thing. You see, like, a curious look on his face and then almost like a look of, like, recognition. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, leans back. Say, uh, the house with a red barn behind it. That's Tommy's house. Yeah, Stance's family. Do you want me to go get him? Yes. Take the boy. Bring him here. I, look, I know you could all take care of yourselves. Obviously. But I would not just walk up in there. The Stanson family don't take kindly to strangers. They don't care who you are. Okay. How, how many of them are there? Oh, Kenny couldn't stop fucking bird. I maybe, More than you. <laughs> maybe, you are- maybe like 12 of them. I see. I promise you. If I can get the information that I need from Tommy, I will let your family go. But if not... What about my daughter? Including your daughter. But if not, your daughter is going to take a trip to Dragon's Pike with us. I promise not to hurt her, but we need to extract the information that she knows. Can I at least go? She should have at least one of her parents there. Dragon Brother Huddle. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that we will discuss, and we will give you our answer before we take her. You see, like, he just looks defeated as he looks down. You might be able to conversate with your wife and get some information out of her. This could help your family. He has no response. So, as we walk out of the room, I tell one of the guards, put him in a separate cell, let him sit for a little bit to think. Then he may rejoin his family in the other cell. Okay, uh, you, you see, like, okay, and um, we've taken um, testimonies of everybody already, um, and we sent it to your uh, office at Dragon Spike. Good. So, so like, they, um, I don't know, I just want to file, like, the paperwork so that, like, they know that, like, there is a reason 
like with the information that was taken and stuff like well, that. Well, she admitted so, to murdering her father. Yes. <laughs> well, that you guys haven't you haven't explained. No, that's what I'm saying. I want to I want to file that paperwork yeah, yeah, and like okay, do that yeah, yeah, before that. we leave sure. to go to Tommy, just so that like at least here it's not this like oh we're doing unreasonable things without any actual like you know. Sure. We have a confession yeah, now. We have a confession now. Sure. Um, while he's yeah. filing paperwork, I want to talk to like the head guard, Stanson. Tommy Stanson, the Stanson family. What you know about them? The Stansons. Um. Not really a whole lot. Dad's drunk. Um, mom's kind of always around doing something. Um, the kids kind of stick together. They're the ones that really support the family through uh, through it. They're scrappers. So they're usually coming back and forth between Dragon Spike a lot. I know families. I know the names. I, I know like what they do, but like it's not like I, it's not like I talk to these people. I'm going to talk to these people for to get to know the people you were protecting. Oh, you mean the property? Yeah. Just get to know what they like, how they are, if they get furious. Uh, sure, <laughs> sir. I'll remember Shit. that. Shane will hurt my fellas. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like kind of like the whole town, like within like eyesight. Like you can kind of see everything from. For the most part. I mean, there isn't really anything. Like the the things that you can't see are like some of these people have large farms where they have like sheds and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, but me and Droppa are gonna go get Tommy Stanson. Now say it again with his character name. Me and my baby brother. I'm not are, your baby brother. Me and my <laughs> brother. <The> big brother. <laughs> big are bees. gonna go and get <laughs> little Tommy. Someone, I believe, needs to sit back and keep an eye on these guards because I'm getting the sense that they don't like what we're doing here, and they might let somebody escape. I don't know. If you come back, there might be a blood bath, a bloodbath of the law. They better not I be. I thought you were gonna say a bloodbath beyond at this point. I was like, <laughs> they better not please. be, baby brother, because we got to get that information. Now, brother, are you ready to go? Let's go track down Tommy. Oh, look, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I walk outside, turn That's to the left. Oh, damn. <laughs> you want me to go first? I would prefer not to have to kill anybody today. Then you guys go first. Okay. <laughs> I'll let one one of these humans point, point a crossbow, a pike, a sword at me. <laughs> <laughs> I go and I straighten up my little jacket and shit. I pull my tight ass pants together. I brush off his tail hole. Get the dirt off. We start walking. Okay, you start walking to this house. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see that there's anybody out in the front porch or anything like that. But it is a larger house. It's not as like good looking as um the other families. Yeah, they didn't kill a fucking ultra the dragon Thompsons. war Thompsons, hero. Yes. <laughs> ultra dragon war hero. It's yeah. not as good looking as the Thompsons at the moment. And um, I fell through that. Like it looks like there's some like plywood on like some windows yeah. and stuff like that. But I go ahead and just knock on the door. So you knock on the door as you hear a coming. A couple seconds go by as this um, door opens and then you see this uh, young. Like either like you could consider it like an older adolescent like teen or like a young adult. You know, he, uh, this uh, boy has like scruffy uh, brown hair. They have like mm-hmm. a, like a little bit of like 
that uh we, i'm 15 and i'm trying to grow something that facial hair patches uh-huh. you know what i mean um they have what looks like a cigarette in their mouth oh. as um it looks like he's got like this like brown stained white shirt on pony boy that's you <laughs> <laughs> he's got like this like brown stained white shirt on as you can see like his hands just look like super greasy and like rusty as he's um got uh these um like big like these like large like tattered like cargo pants on with like some boots he's just like uh can i help you uh we're looking for uh tommy as you say you're looking for the Tommy, you see that he has like a look in his eyes and he immediately bolts. I grab him. I was, uh, uh, he immediately like bolts the other way. Uh-huh. Um, so I will say that the, uh, like this door would have like a screen on it. So he would have opened the first door. So like, so the screen would still be in front. I'll bust through that screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you know. Okay. Dude, just shut the screen door. Truth. <laughs> um, so he immediately starts like running the other way. Uh-huh. So. Uh, one of you guys could attempt to throw athletics through. I got 12. because Oh, go ahead, big <laughs> tank. What the fuck I'm doing? Because it's not enough. It's uh, too small for both of you to try to rush it. At the yeah, same. Go ahead, juggernaut. <laughs> he said I got a plus 12. Oh, I, I want to go around the back. I rolled an 18. So he rolled a 19. Damn. Um, That's crazy. You see him turn the uh turn around as like he like shuts the door starts running uh out back so um i am going to need you uh because i know you said um right so you want to run around back roll me an athletic check with disadvantage that was a good idea to run around back there's this cool thing though that we have this is every episode of a cop show it is <laughs> that's why you gotta have people in the back of the house Rice, don't forget that we got wings. I'm gonna say I can fly. I'm flying we're over real this house. Dragons. We don't have to fucking <laughs> run around shit. Okay. We go above not, it. Going above it, going around it, it's not gonna okay. change. You anything. said F legs with disadvantage. Yes, we're literally helicopters. Um, but this time, yeah, it'd be like hell yeah with disadvantage. I run a 16. That's pretty solid. Well, so doesn't beat his 19. I know, but I ain't off. <laughs> so, um, whether you're going to the side or whether you're flying up, uh. You see uh, Tommy, like, he starts running. You see him, like, this kid is athletic. Mm-hmm. You see that this kid probably is, like, almost like a parkour, uh, uh, in a sense. You see him, like, hop over hit, uh, hop over a table and then, like, slide under a chair as he busts through the back door as you start chasing him down. Um, Bryce, you come off to the side as you see... In- I'm, I'm flying. I'm, I'm flying or, over the house. Sure, flying over. As you see flying over, you see it is... Uh, this boy bolting. This kid is fast right now. Bolting through the backyard at the moment. It looks like, from what the destination he's going to, it looks like some kind of vehicle that he's going to. I would envision Knox like going to reach and like being, oh, fuck this shit. And then he goes into rage. And now he's going to run through the fucking house. So as you're busting through this house, you are going to be intervened by the rest of the Stanton family. They're going to try to uh, jump in front of you, okay? Sure. Is there tires on this vehicle? That's what I was asking. Yes. Uh, we can doing I strength shoot? checks? Or am I, I'm just blowing through them. Um, so you're going to have to uh, blow through three successfully. Okay. Okay. To at least stay in relative pace. You're doing strength checks or uh, athletics checks? It would be probably athletics. Okay. You got this big swallow, baby. First roll. 29. Okay. Second roll. 
Second roll, 27. Okay, third roll. Keep going, Heat. Third roll, 27. Okay. Ah, Knox the Raging Wyvern Lieutenant, baby. Knox is pissed. Wow. Now. He's tired of this shit. He's fucking beating off a bunch of hillbillies. You could <laughs> imagine that yes. however you'd like. So, <laughs> oh, Driscoll's. So this family's like trying to rush as you're just moving your hands. You just break through the table. Yeah, I break through the back door. Yes. Um, I Kool-Aid man that shit. As by the time you start uh, descending down, Knox is exiting the uh, the house as Tommy's just getting on this vehicle. Okay, where's the motor of the... <laughs> You would have no idea. You're not really familiar with I'm any of this I'm shooting kind of wheels stuff. with the crossbow. Okay, roll to attack. 23. Okay. So you shoot. It goes right into the uh right into this wheel. Um second uh how far are we away from Tommy? Like 60 feet. 60 point. feet. Nice. Can I use my second attack to shoot the other wheel? Sure. You could use uh uh, well, no, it's a crossbow, so you have to load it. You don't ah. have a crossbow expert. You I do have crossbow expert. Do you? Yeah, I do okay, have a crossbow sorry, expert. Uh, so then, yes, you can shoot uh, another wheel. So this is like the Dragon Coast Whitaker family. <laughs> Steel Doyles. Steel Doyles. 27 for the other wheel. Okay, shoot it. So, Knox, any actions? Um, I'm going to go hit stick this vehicle and try to flip it over. Well, you're 60 feet away. Okay. Well, I will use. I guess I'd have to use my movement just so I can get in here. Get in here on this thing. So you're going to move then action dash. Yes. Okay. To get up to the uh, bike. Yeah. Like staying right in front of it. Like it's got to go through me. Okay. So what he's going to do is that he's going to use his disengage and then uh, rush. He's going to uh, and then rush out. So uh, give me one second. So he uses at his disengage. He's using disengage and then his bike goes and like he he uh, he uh, starts driving off past you as this bike sh uh, flies off 120 feet. You guys, uh, at the moment, Tommy is 120 feet away from Knox and then 158 feet away from Rice. What is your guys' next uh, go? Brother, I sure am. I'm fucking tired of this. Don't you do it. They're going to learn something today. Don't you give into it. Brother, go back to the house. Oh, fuck. As my arms get longer. My neck gets longer, my legs get longer, my wings get larger, I get larger as I start transforming into a dragon. So you start transforming into a full Azul dragon as your uh, your body expands into relatively huge size as these wings shoot out. And I take off with like a streak of lightning behind me. As you have 80 feet of fly, Mm -hmm. And so with your first 80 feet of fly, you are now um, 40 feet away from him. Then I'll use my cunning action, spend my bonus action to dash. Okay, so then you would dash on top of him. However, you use your action 
mm -hmm. to transform. So you still don't have an action this turn. We'll get him next turn. Do I get a reaction? Yeah, you would get a reaction, but if he disengages. Oh yeah, yeah, he disengages. You said we all have pink chalk. We was picking up like specific chalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I want a pink chalk, uh, Yimbu. <laughs> no, I got a better idea. I'll fucking give myself haste. <laughs> that would take an action for you to do it still. Oh, yeah, I'll catch him next turn anyway. I want a pink chalk, Yimbu. <laughs> and can we do pink chalk three way right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And um, what's that guy with us? Because we haven't Axum. Axum. <laughs> yeah, he's if, pretty much been at the post this entire yeah. time. Yeah. If you hear a loud roar in the background, that's just Nox. So Yembo, during this so entire, if you're using pink chalk, you would be using just you know you're going to be using two charges. Got you. To activate Gavin's whisper. Um, it would be 1d4 hours that it would last. And this will connect only two creatures for another creature to... Uh, you, you'd have to do one more charge for another creature to be connected. So it'd be three charges altogether. They okay. also technically have to reciprocate the call. Yes. Like, technically Nox could, but he's a little preoccupied at the moment. Yes. So he might not even answer the call. He's pretty angry. I'm just letting you know. So do you know how many mm -hmm. charges you have? So I uh, have used three to connect you, Axum, and you and Axum, right? If, if you want Axum to be part yes, of it. Yeah. If you want to connect me and Axum, yes. then it would be, It'll be you and three charges. So it'd be three charges. I don't want you guys to be like, yo, it's yeah. Dragon Roar in the background. And then you roll D4 to see how many hours, if you care about how long it lasts. But Dos. Axum, Yimbo. Nox went full dragon. <sighs> And we would hear like the roar and the yes. lightning cracking through the sky. Uh, I don't know what's going to be safe. Was that family really that serious to do that? Uh, The kid ran once we asked for Tommy. He just bolted and he's been evading us in a what 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 I know as a motorcycle. It's just some kind of vehicle. It, he's evading us in some type of land vehicle going pretty fast and knocks was already in a rage he had a couple of people hanging on him coming out the house he, he kind of upset right now well i mean there's nothing that we we can do about him doing that like he's already no i'm just letting you know i was just letting you know like as like that yeah. roar happened you see like guards rushing out the uh, post the we will try to figure out what we can do just calm yourself remember Nox is highly trained in the sky, better than us. You haven't faced me in a couple of years. That you're a swimmer. You haven't faced me in a couple of years. <laughs> goddamn new. So, yeah, well, during this time, you would have been, this is when you were processing all those files yes. and stuff like that, just so you know. Okay. So, I'm going to jump back to Nox to try to see if we can get, if we can get this result. I'm saying, bro. He, out of all three of us, he the best flyer. Oh, I ain't worried about him getting shot down. I'm worried about him burning this bitch to the ground. He'd be like, yeet, 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 yeet. So, Tommy is driving as you intercept him as a full adult dragon. You see that he uh, then, like, seeing you the way you are, he doesn't even, like, try to run away from you anymore. It's like, this is crazy. As you see him, like, part, like, uh, start skidding as he's hitting the brakes as he stops right in front of you. 
this little bitch. <laughs> As you see, like, the absolute terror in his face. As he starts to rev his engine because he's hillbilly Dom Toretto. <laughs> Never more important than family. How big am I? Huge. huge. Oh, huge. Yes. Oh, I'm huge. I'm You're huge, a fucking huge. dragon, asshole. <laughs> As I go and I grab him with one hand and then I breathe in a fucking electricity a whole electric breath, dragon breath. Uh-huh. And I'm going to toast his bike to smithereens. Okay. You don't have to roll anything or anything like that. You oh. breathe this right into the ground as it creates like a crater. Yeah, and just melts everything around it. Correct. Why, Why didn't, didn't you just, just stay at the, the fucking, fucking door, door, boy? You had him. Like he, he, he looks like he almost can't breathe at the moment. <laughs> Losing your grip. <laughs> I think about it for a second. And I like I start to loosen my grip a little bit. Okay, you start to loosen up your grip a little bit. He's like, no, 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 don't kill me. Don't kill me. I'm sorry. I I I, I won't go near I won't I won't go near Gene again. I promise. I don't, I don't care, care what, what you, you do, do with her. her. Well, uh, I thought, well, then, then what you want? Information. About what? I just take him and fly off to the fucking guard camp. So I'll say you all meet back towards the center where the guard post is at. And I just whoosh, whoosh. And then just, just drop the boy like five feet um, up in the air, straight down at your As feet. you're like whooshing, landing on the uh, ground, I want you to roll me like a strength check. I hope you roll a one so you just break everything <laughs> in this bed. You make my earthquake. <laughs> That'd be a 27. As you roll the 27, the gust of wind starts blowing shit everywhere. Okay. How can I breathe? As you see, like these like benches and things like that are breaking, snapping as you transform down. Mm -hmm. As Yembo, Rice, Nox, you are all together with Axum, mm -hmm. and you see like there's guards. Um, around as you are surrounding this uh, boy. There he is. What you do with the vehicle? What vehicle? All right. Brothers, you need to try to calm down. I will take Tommy into an interrogation room along with Axel. What? I told you, I, I didn't do anything. I thought you said it's something about you didn't, Gene. Then you are free to go. They stopped there just so they can ask you questions. You ran because you're guilty of something. It might not be what we are accusing you of, but it's definitely something. I'm confused. Are you not with the Thompsons? We're with God. What? Snapped his ass <laughs> up. <laughs> Knox just goes over and just sits down in the barrel and he's just fucking fuming. Okay, so... Because I, I feel like Axum is going to be more civil. Like, even if, like, I get heated up, like... So you want Axum to be in this yes. uh, room with you. Okay. So, Yembo, you dragged this boy into a room. Yeah, by his ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. He's lucky he ain't my light assigned no more. <laughs> um, so you drag this boy to the room with Axum. You set him down. Mm -hmm. Ooh, we. He's like, okay, well... Uh, what do you want to know? Everything. <laughs> Start from the day you were born, you little fucking cretin. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> fucking run from me. You have had secret relations 
with the teenage girl from the Thompson family. Yes. You were supposed to meet with her late at night. The location that you were both supposed to meet, on her way there, she got stopped by a man. Did you see this man? No. I waited for her for hours. She didn't show up. As soon as she got caught by her family, she hasn't really talked to me since. Which is why I thought when y'all showed up, it was the Thompsons, it was her daddy, sicking some of his boys on me. How many days after that night was the big boom as a dragon died? Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, maybe like two or three. I'm back and forth from Dragon's Pike all the time, so... Did you see anything? Uh, not no big dragon, no. That'd be crazy. I did hear the booms. I was working on my bike. Did you see anybody else close to the area? That's like a half a mile away. I'm sorry I don't got dragon eyes like y'all. Who's this man that Gene was talking to? We were hoping that you would know. Well, what's the, the motherfucker look like? Yeah, so I give him that very generic description. And you can see how there's no way that we can figure out who that is by the way she described him. Um, well, I think a few days ago there was this one weird looking guy. Uh, not a few days ago, around that time. Bef- a few days before we were supposed to meet, there was this one weird looking guy around town asking about, uh, the farms and like what the resources that this town brings and things like that. My daddy scared him off with a, with a gun, you know. Us uh, stances, we don't really like take kindly to strangers. Um, that's really it. Uh, I remember peeping out my window and I saw that he had a, uh, a scar on his cheek. That's probably like the biggest thing I thought was weird. I'm like, oh, maybe he like did some time or something like that. And someone cut his face because he's 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 a little creep. How was he dressed? Uh, not well. I mean, some ragged clothes like us. Any specific? Any, like anything was, specific besides the scar? Maybe jewelry from where he might have been from. Oh, no, I couldn't tell any jewelry from where I was at. He was wearing what looked like a burlap sack. Did he have a sword? I don't fucking know. Do you think that your father would be able to? He can't even remember his own kids' names. Was he human? I think so. What do you mean you think? He looked human, but y'all change shape. Other things change shape. That is true. Yumbo's not getting like the straight answers he wants. He's like starts to like like shaking, he's like just tapping his finger against like the table. You you hear Axum like whisper to you like, just because it's not the answer you want doesn't mean it's not the right answer. Not everybody's hiding stuff from you. You need to calm down. You're scaring this entire town. You're right. I need to control my temper, but it is very hard right now. I am aware of that. But once again, like I told you before, this investigation has to deal with more than just your father. I know. You're, you guys are setting a bad trend. Do you think that a scar might help us narrow anything down? Possibly. I think you guys have blood the resources of this town. And we should head back to Dragon's Pike. I do still think that having somebody extract the information from the girl so we have a better vision of what happened could be useful. But I think that beforehand, we should contact Dragon's Pike. 
see if there's anybody that would even be able to do that before we take her there. Like, he nods his head. Yeah. You think you can do that for me? You see that he, like, looks at you for a while? Sure. As he gets up and leaves the room. And then you hear the Tommy be like, So are we done? No. <laughs> what else do you want? He cut his fucking hair. <laughs> so, he's cuffed and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I open the, the the interrogation door, and I whisper, whisper to one of the guards, "Bring me the father." Okay, so hell yeah, uh, they bring the father mm-hmm. towards you. Listen, I am going to do everything that I can to leave here without giving you any more problems. But it seems that even if I do leave and your family is alive, you still will have problems here. This is the time that you can solve it. And I open the door all the way so he can see who's in the room. You see him look at, like, Tommy. And, like, Tommy looks scared, but then he looks back at you. I appreciate it, officer. And with all due respect, I'd rather just be with my daughter at the moment. I I will have them take you to her cell. Am I allowed to come? I'm going to speak with Dragon Spike to see if it is even necessary to bring her. If we do... You will accompany her. He shakes his head. He nods his head. Yes. So I said I have them take him to her cell. Okay. As they like, as soon as like they, because uh, she was separate from the other mm-hmm. family, for the rest of the family, right? Um, like he runs to her, like they start hugging and crying. Unless you guys need anything from the boy, he's free to go. I don't need anything. I'm making him. I'm making a uh, Knox. <laughs> Uh, freshly brewed iced tea. <laughs> yeah, that some helped. chamomile tea. <laughs> so I, I, if nobody has anything, I go in there. I start taking the cuffs off of him. Mm-hmm. The next time somebody just knocks on your door and starts a conversation, hear them out because you don't know what they're going to do next. My brother was very nice to you today. Yeah, whatever you say. It's a lesson that you should keep close. Am I free to go? Go ahead. He walks past you. I just give him the death stare as he's like walking through. The <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't even try to look at you. Like, yeah, at, like he, he shouldn't. Just, he just walks yeah, past. He better fucking look at the fucking ground, you little <laughs> bitch, you little fucking rat. <laughs> and I'll eat you, motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, as you guys are waiting for um, Axum to get the info, he uh, gets back to you guys. Yeah, I, I try to calm myself. Um, I get some coffee and I also grab some for uh, Axum as well. Um, he tells you that they do have somebody um, that can try to detect thugs, going deeper with their mind. However, it can be very invasive. Given her younger uh, composure as a person, it can do damage to her. So okay. you guys would have to be the ones to authorize it. What if it is someone older? It depends on the, their health. We all still have suspicion that the mother might know something, but we don't have evidence. All we have is the confession that she made and this little bit of information that we have gotten from Tommy. So I tell you guys about the scar and stuff like that. What kind of scar was it on his cheek? Was it just like a... He just said he had a scar on his Uh, cheek. He didn't really specify. No matter where this family moves, they will not be hard to find if we need to come back here. I don't think that killing this girl is necessary. I would rather not kill her. Damage to her brain is very close to killing. We did warn that to the mom while we were in the house when you took the girl. That 
this world will leave. This world might leave painful side effects. I will have one last conversation with the father, and then we should leave. That is fine. Are you going to tell him the truth about yes. what might happen to his daughter? So I go into uh, the room with the father and the daughter. Before you go in there, I'd like to be like, be like maybe you should remind their mother one more time. It's like, I'm just going to go talk to the father, and I like start to turn around. And then me and you look at each other. Do you want to be the big brother? I am the big brother. We need this information. I know. I understand. We're taking it to I have we have an emotional chip on our shoulder because it's our father, but there's still a person killing our father. Our our people. Yes. We need this information. It seems like our little brother is starting to cave. I was wondering how long he would be able to put this up, but I'm quite off my rocker at the moment. So ask him. Yes. It is authorized. I need one of your signatures. Please. Uh, brother, do you have a pen? Uh, hold on a pen. I grab it. I start signing. I will turn these into um, the guards. You see that I'm getting ready to like walk into the room. Yimbo. What? This is not only your decision. I know you're trying to have a heart. I get that. We got bigger fish to fry. We That girl is coming with us. Knox already signed the order, and it's complete. Pick which parent you want her to come with, and then hurry up. But the girl is coming. Yes. And you could just see, like, just, like, how upset he looks in his face as he's just like, yes, I will let them know as he goes and opens the door. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, they were still, it looks like they were all still, like, sobbing with each other as they, like, just started, like, wiping their faces. They were like, <clears throat> sorry. Uh. Your wife and the rest of your children will be let go so that they can go back home. The both of you will be coming with us to Dragon Spike. Now, this could be a very dangerous situation when it comes to extracting these men. You need to try to be as calm as possible and just think about the fact that once it's done, you will be sent back home. Do you understand? You see, um, the, the girl just nod her head. Your father will be with you. So you are not alone. Can we say goodbye to... I will allow you to say your goodbyes. Come with me. So they follow you, I assume, to the rest of the family? Yeah. You see them in a panic, obviously, as like they get try to get settled down, explain the situation, as they all start saying their goodbyes, Darlene's crying, they're hugging, as like you see like Darlene like really like holding um, her daughter tightly. Uh, I guess roll me another perception during mm-hmm. it. Yes, oh Yambo, let's go. Come on. I know this little bitch is whispering some shit. <laughs> 25. Yeah. Golly, that's a good one. I have a plus eight perception. Oh, okay. That's probably pretty good that you were doing it then. You see that there is, um, like, when, like, Darlene is holding her daughter, you see that there is um, much sadness in, like, her eyes. Mm-hmm. As you see, like, they look at each other. It, it, it doesn't, it looks like a, not like a, you know, be safe. It looks like a goodbye between the two of them. Okay. 
I let them say their goodbyes, pull the father and the daughter to the side, mm-hmm. and tell the guards to let the, to escort the family back home. Okay. Um, I go to ask them. Mm-hmm. When you are ready to leave, just let me know. I'm sure Lieutenant Meithold's been waiting for us. So as like Yambo goes to like walk out, it looks like he's pissed, and then he like takes like a file cabinet and just like knocks it to the side. Okay, so Yambo leaves. Um, one of the guards tell you everything has been reported. They are expecting you back. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You guys have been a wonderful help. You see, there's no response. I'll make sure that you guys get a glowing recommendation from me and my brothers. Don't count on it. And I'll walk out. Tempest, let's go. Do you live as well, Knox? Yes. Okay. So you guys leave as you guys start walking, escorting um, this father and this uh, daughter out as you guys can just see like all the peering eyes of the village just kind of staring at you guys as you guys are all walking out. As you guys walk out like the village outskirts, as you see the uh, the like carriage vehicle that you see Lieutenant Meithold has just been there still. Uh-huh. As you guys start approaching, as you see, he straightens up, yep. salutes. We salute him back. I'll as, salute him back. As you see that he notices the um, the two people you have. Um, is everything okay? Uh, no. Um, as I start like explaining the confession mm-hmm. that we got. Oh, that is um concerning. Yes. So. Uh, I think you would understand why we would bring her with us. They gave us quite the runaround for information here. Understood. But the town's guard did do what they had to do without putting up any kind of fuss. So back to Dragon's Pike? Yes. Okay. Do you have any whiskey on this here vehicle? I do not drink on the job. Damn. (laughs) I slide you my flask. Oh, thank God, baby brother. I take my flask right back before you even open it. You literally just said, (laughs) if I do it, I'm the big brother. Big brother to him. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you guys get into the uh, vehicle and you drive back to Dragon's Pike. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole time going to be gone (laughs) when we go back. It's it's not a word from Yembo the entire ride. Um, as the ride is definitely filled with um, complete silence. Yes. You guys get, you guys pass through the forest as you guys get back to Dragon's Pike as if you guys uh, park in like that cargo um, service elevator bay area as you see that there are um, men waiting for you. It seems like the the uh, the rest of the team that mm-hmm. you know my hold has um and you see that they're they're what looks like some kind of um wizard a wizardry consortium member with them you approach as they um they come to you we have obtained um our man to try to pull information if you just hand it to hand her to us we will uh get it all ready and we'll try to do what we can the father stays by her side. He cannot stay in the in the same room while it's happening, but he can stay outside the room. Very well. 
since I signed off on it, I would like to be there as well. As you hear the wizard go, it is a very delicate manner. Oh, I am quite quiet. I need space away. For the safety of the girl, you can have Nox stand with the father. That is fine. It's just these are protocols. Understood. I do understand. You guys all get taken to your, uh, essentially like your office. Mm Mm-hmm. As they get escorted to, like, the uh, operating room, essentially what it is. And um, they tell you that you'll be called when the um, when it's time. Okay. So it's you three in the office uh, with Axel, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Baby brother, I am a, I'm going to formally apologize for having to do what I had to do. But I do hope that it was in the best interest of us all. She did confess to murdering our father. Despite on how deep that goes, I could not let that slide. She confessed to pulling the trigger to better her family. That is murder. He just happened to shoot the wrong family. If I assassinate somebody for money to... We know for a fact that our father did not die from that. Yes, but... Regardless, I understand why you did what you did. I just don't want that girl to die because of it. I don't think she's going to die. She might not be herself. There's no way of telling that, but... It all comes with a job, baby brother. Yes. Her being a teenager aside... We're trying to catch a murderer, a serial killer, a, a person that's been a person or persons that's been striking across this map for a long time. I'm sorry if a couple of eggs have to break for us to make an omelet, for us to find the answers. I'm sorry, but you can't be all gung ho and then back out now. I just said that I understand. The side if, I, if there was, if there was. A big issue between me and you, you would know. I am not the brother that you left behind years ago. Then stop acting like it. All right, all right. Let's let's calm our scales a little bit. Here, let's uh let's have a drink. Do you guys want to have a drink? I think everybody can use a nice glass of whiskey right about now. I'm fine. Are you? Yes. Are you sure? No, but we're going to be fine. Yumbo. Sure, Knox. I will drink with you. All right. Uh, Axel, would you like anything? I do not drink it. It impairs the mind. Fair enough. As you hear a... Who is it? Meithold. Lieutenant Meithold, sir. Oh, come in. As... The door opens. Um, they are ready to start the uh, operation. All right. Am I going about this alone? I do understand if you do not want to be there. I'm coming. I will be there. All right. Axel? He nods his head yes. It is unfortunate, but it is reality. As we all walk out. So, um, as you all walk out, as it looks like uh, as you get brought to this room, as like it, it looks like there's a there's a panel you could see. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. It, it looks almost like think of it almost like an operating room. Mm-hmm. And you see that there, uh, you see the girl that she is strapped to this chair. Is it one of those like uh, balcony viewings in in operating rooms? It, oh, y- y- uh, yes, yes, okay, yeah, similar to that. Okay, you got it. Is you three Axum and the father that are in that room? Uh huh. As you see that there is just a couple of people. It looks like they're setting stuff up as this uh, girl. She's strapped to this chair as uh, she's leaned up. As it looks like they're uh, getting things ready. As it looks like the wizard guy looks like he's like preparing the spell. You see these um, glowing sigils floating around him as like these lights are, are flickering. As it looks like an aura is coming off of him and it's starting to reach the girl as the other people start uh, leaving the area. As this aura starts going, the father's asking questions because he doesn't really—he's not really familiar with this kind of stuff. Axum is explaining that the spell that he's doing, it is a more invasive form of like encoding thoughts, um, change memory and detect thoughts, all that stuff. It is a it is a specific procedure that's techniques that the consortium has come up with. Uh, they collaborated with they with uh to essentially invade someone's mind and get what and like get and then pull the information and pull out into actual like material data. Okay. Does this wizard just doing it look rough and rug, rugged like interrogation, like um Chunin Zam's Naruto? Like, oh, the look, dude. Yeah, all like rough and rugged, or he's just y- like Ibiki. A, I think his name is um Ibiki. I wouldn't say he looks rough and rugged. Does he look the part of like a mine? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, as you see, as he says, there is that there is a essentially like a monitor. That these images are going to be flashing in front, uh, in front of us to see said information. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you start seeing these uh, images, almost like form really fuzzy. Think of like those like old school TVs where like when like something uh, couldn't really get a connection. You know, it was really fuzzy. It was wavy around until it starts like actually focusing on some stuff. Yeah. Um, you see images of what looks like it through um. The, the young girl's perspective doing some farm work like meeting up with Tommy taking care of the family and like you see like their family like struggling you know like their parent her parents are arguing about money like the crops look like shit all this kind all these kinds of things happening you know really shitty like you see like consortium guards like throw uh, like just breaking this shit like uh like how they like you've seen stuff getting taken from them because like, and you see like this other enamel dragon kind of like laughing as consortium guards are just taking stuff out of their house. Do we recognize an animal dragon? Uh yes, you would know him as um he was a he would be an obsidian enamel uh, enamel dragon named Coulter. He is a a dragon who kind of accepted his chromatic tendencies. As you see this enamel dragon, it looks like he's laughing at all of them um, as it's flicking still through memories of her taking care of her uh, siblings, them struggling on the farm, her hanging out with Tommy, till you see that there it's a night where it looks like she like opens up uh, her window as like she steps out her window and like she jumps into a like a bale of hay. She jumps to a bale of hay, uh, spins around as she's uh running it looks like she like falls and like twists her ankle for a second as like she's trying to get up as there is a man you see uh like there's this uh hand that reaches out to pick her up as 
She grabs it as the man lifts. As you see, it looks like this uh, this human man with a scar on his cheek. We actually see his face, though. The face? Yes, you see the face, but like the face also looks like it's like shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like bitch. almost like because like it's her memory. She she it's looking similar to maybe like her dad's face or maybe Tommy's face in in some kind of like the structure of it's moving a little mm-hmm. moving. And this is the only part of the operation when it comes to these memories that is coming out inaccurate. As Axon looks like that's strange. That doesn't really happen before. These are like th- this isn't what she thinks it is. This is supposed to be what did happen. So. I'm assuming his face is changing in front of her. Like, he's morphing his image to different people? Can anybody, is there anything like that? that I mean, there are spells, but the the craftsmanship and the, the speed of how he's doing it is spectacular. However, she doesn't seem frightened by it, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Interesting. As, um... Could she be charmed? I mean, it is a possibility. You see, it looks like he's about to say something. In this image, you see his eyes, like, spark red. As then everything starts going fuzzy again. As you see Axe really surprised, like, get up get up from his seat. As you see, like, the blue aura mm-hmm. that is around um, the operating room. Looks like that same spark of red starts happening in the in the room as like this aura turns red. Like the like the man who's doing the spell, you you see like this spark around. As then the images are now going frantic, like the uh, like the, there's like no audio to him. It's all and pictures. It's showing it's showing certain parts of that uh, scene as it looks like the wizard is still trying to focus of whatever's going on. As um, you see, it looks like just images of looks like he's talking to her. And then it looks like a large uh, bag of gold is being handed to her. Mm-hmm. Um, then images of hi- um, him and her being um, being at a spot like where you see the arbalest. Mm-hmm. And then you see another like large bag of gold being handed to her. As then you see a, um, a image what looks like of. This, this young girl holding these two bags of gold looking up to her mother. How does the father look? He's terrified. He has no, like, he's not even focusing on that screen. He's looking, he's just like, looking oh, in the room. Betty, 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 I'm right here. Betty, I'm right here. How's her mother looking in the memory? Um, You see the mother looks like surprised. And then there is a, uh, it's images uh, sparking back and forth as it looks like it sees like it, it's like a, a quick image of her mom looks like she's pulling something really fast. And then this large boom happens in this operating room as you see the girl she's seizing out. As the uh, the wizard is trying to focus and then this blast happens to where you see the wizard disintegrate. As a, a final image shows up really fast and starts to deform it looks like that figure and the mom shook hands as you can see in the room it looks like everything's pushed back blown back entirely as 
that wizard looks like he got disintegrated by whatever this red energy was. As you see, the young girl limp on the chair. Yumbo gets up and walks out. I open the door so her father can go in. And that's where I'll end the session. Fuck! Should have brought the guy. I knew it. Mm, Should have brought the mom. Yeah. That, that bitch. She probably charmed it. Mm, I knew that she was up to some shit. Fucking shit. She was up to some shit, that fucking bitch. Besides, we going back for her ass. We going to get there. Look at these split. How long are going to take us to that, fly in there? That's why I said. I was going to take the same amount of time. Full okay. dragon mode. Full speed ahead. I mean, that, that vehicle's fast as Is well. Fast? Yes. We should probably save all this for late night late traffic. traffic hey guys check out our patreon clash of crits per usual uh we got late night traffic with the show after the show where we talk about the show we got some dungeon discussions we even got a patreon only campaign called Warcogs. you should really check it out we would really appreciate the support but before we say goodbye plugs does anyone have them you can follow your boy on the X at Chappie underscore C-O-K. This has been quite the um, surprise. Uh, yeah, uh, you can follow me at O-S-O-K-U-M-A underscore C-O-K. Also, follow Clash of Crits. That's Clash underscore of underscore Crits with a K. Uh, wow. You can follow me on the X at Droppa underscore crit with a K. That and, mom got us. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you can follow me at XYCH0COK. I also like to plug in Hybrid Punk to do some of the music that we play, and Shinovis does our theme song. That being said, I believe that is everything, and we will see you guys in traffic. Bye. Brothers Tempest. This shit really fucked my brain. Brothers Tempest. Fuck that kid, that dirty rat bitch. <laughs> Brothers Tempest. I should have cut that mom hand off. Brothers Tempest. This was a Clash of Crits podcast. Theme song done by Shanovis, with additional music done by Hybrid Punk. If you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating. See you in the next episode.